Welcome to Balance and Beyond, the podcast for ambitious women who refuse to accept burnout as the price of success. Here, we're committed to empowering you with the tools and strategies you need to achieve true balance, where your career, relationships, and health all thrive, and where you have the power to define success on your terms. I honor the space you've created for yourself today. So let's take a breath and dive right in. Is your body trying to tell you something? In today's episode, I want to share with you some of the specific warning signs that your body is trying to give you right now around burnout. I want to share with you how it's doing this. And most importantly, I want to share with you what the key ingredient I have found to get my body to work with me and not against me. As women who are juggling all the things, doing all the things, looking after everybody else, we have a terrible habit, and I specifically use the word habit here, of neglecting our bodies. What happens is your head says, I've got too much to do, I don't have time to rest, I've got to get this and this done, I don't have time to make it to the doctor, but a child gets sick and you'll drop everything and magically find the time. And yet, because we are so capable, because we seem to have, I use the word thrived, almost continued to survive off less sleep or less uh, self-nurture, less caring, we've really, really neglected our bodies and yet they've continued to perform. We sometimes think that we can continue to get away with it. However, there's a pretty good chance that if you're listening to this episode, your body is starting to give you a few little messages, whether they're whispers or shouts or punches in the face, which is what I've coined the three levels, it's giving you some kind of signal that it cannot keep going. I typically see this happens around 40, late 30s, early 40s is most commonly when the body goes whoa, you have been pushing me for probably 20 years since you finished school. You've now probably added babies into that mix. So you've had multiple pregnancies. You've been a human cow. You've fed somebody else. You've nurtured life. And now you have all these other people to take care of. And you're so good at that. And so anything for you continues to be pegged further and further down the list of stuff to fit in. But when it comes to your body, it can be very forgiving and it can go on the smell of fumes for longer than you'd believe. And yet your body still continues to hold the score. Today, I want to share with you what I see most commonly as these levels or phases of how your body is trying to communicate with you, the warning signs of burnout. Now, full disclosure, I'm not a doctor. I'm not a licensed therapist. So this is not coming to you from a clinical perspective, but yet as somebody who has spoken to thousands and thousands of women in the exact same circumstance, not speaking to all kinds of people from everywhere, I feel like I've got a really good read of what are some of the typical symptoms. So I'm going to share with these, these with you today, and I want you to ponder and to really reflect on where am I? 
And it's important for you to take away from this that most typically these levels continue to progress unless you do something different. Sticking our heads in the sand and pretending like it's going to be fine, starting to hear words like menopause creep in, adrenals being stuffed, the body's ability to continue to take the pounding that we give it is rapidly changing. And the reason I share this is I've been on a considerable health journey over the past, I'd say, 18 months to two years. I've invested huge amounts of money. I've taken my family overseas to go to some of the best places in the world to really understand what it is with our bodies and why this is so important. And for me, you know, the reason I've had to make this focus is I'm a lucky person. I've never really suffered from any massive touch wood, touch wood, significant health episodes in terms of, you know, I haven't had any cancer. I haven't had any lumps found. I haven't had any autoimmune diseases. Although that all changed for me when I did think that I was about to be diagnosed with multiple sclerosis. And that was one of my key turning points when I've gone, okay, my body has been pretty good. I've always been very active. I did triathlons between children. I've run half marathons. That's always been a really big part of who I am. And when there was this moment as I lay in hospital having a lumbar puncture from the most, one of the most horrific things I've had, screaming in pain, waiting to find out if my body was being attacked by something that there at the moment is no known cure for. I lay there and I thought, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. Have I taken you for granted? Have I always assumed that you would keep up with me and that you would be okay? And now you're telling me that something has to change. So let me share with you first what I typically see are the whispers as to what is starting to happen perhaps with your body. So some of the very early warning signs I see in women who are juggling all the things of burnout is that we start to have trouble sleeping. Now, this can come in two ways. Some people really struggle to fall asleep and are lying awake staring at the ceiling, or other people are so flat out exhausted that they're asleep in 10 seconds, but then they're lying there at three in the morning thinking about all the stuff that they need to get done the next day. This is what kicks off this cycle then of we typically see brain fog headaches, migraines start increasing, tension particularly, you know, jaw clenching, tight shoulders, tight necks, everything just hard and tight and tired all the time. Most people when I share these what I call whispers, like, oh, I, I've been like that for years. You know, I've had newborn babies and I've never really felt the same ever since. Just because something is common and everybody else is in the same boat, does not mean it's normal. You shouldn't be walking around clenching your jaw every day. You shouldn't be having headaches and you should be sleeping like a baby. Now, as we've got these sort of some of these whispers and, and things start happening, if we ignore those, they tend to escalate. It's like the body, there's an, another beautiful analogy similar to this, let's say, you know, the, the body or, or life throws you a pebble. And if you don't pay attention to the pebbles, it starts throwing you some rocks. And I tend to find this comes in the form of your body now, not just whispering to you and going, you're a bit tired. Oh, 
I'm having trouble thinking. Oh, there's a bit of headache. We quickly dismiss that and go, too much to do, no time for a headache, pop some pills and let's move on. The shouts are a bit like, oh, I might have to now do something about this. So some of the shouts that I typically see, or you could say rocks, being thrown at you by your body in an attempt to wake you up is when people start having a lot more significant challenges like feeling the adrenaline pulsing through their body. We start talking about more now levels of anxiety. I'm not talking about worrying, which is more of, say, a whisper. I'm talking about anxiety. Sunday night, sitting on the couch going, oh, my God, oh, my God, oh, my God, I have to go to work, oh, my God, oh, my God, and then that races the adrenaline, that feeling of dread on a Monday morning. It's like, oh, my God, I can't do this complete overwhelm. All those symptoms can sometimes manifest then into nausea, digestive problems, chronic procrastination. I'm not talking about, oh, I'm putting off that report for Friday. I'm talking about everything is put off. We see this then when people like stuff cooking, I'm done cooking chicken nuggets seven nights a week. This cannot be bothered. And almost this feeling starts to creep in of helplessness and hopelessness. Some people at this time find themselves going to their GP and perhaps being diagnosed with some form of depression or anxiety or on the pathway to that. Some of these shouts or these rocks that are getting thrown at you are perhaps you know, the inability to shake colds or illness or coughs that just lurk and linger and you're sick for weeks on end. And it's these type of illnesses that are not enough to debilitate you. It's not like gastro or a fever where you're lying down and you can't move. It's enough to function, but definitely not function at your best. And you usually get cranky and you get grumpy and just life becomes this cesspool of rubbish. And as a result of all of this, the adrenaline and the digestive problems and then the the, the illnesses, we then typically see women start to become exceptionally emotional. I'm not talking about a monthly cycle of, oh, you know, I'm a bit teary now and, and you know, if you were to put things on a the chart, they might be every four-ish or so weeks. I'm talking about somebody passes a comment on your presentation and you have to run to the bathroom because you're going to burst into tears or you at, this, at the, the, any form of criticism that you become almost paralysed by these heavy, heavy emotions of fear, of paralysis, of overwhelm, of letting people down, of guilt that is exhausting and really, really physically heavy. So you'll notice that some of these physical symptoms I'm sharing with you are also have an emotional component. And we'll come back to that in terms of what I have seen being some of the key pieces to my health journey. And then if we don't heed the signs. At this point in time, people start perhaps going to see a doctor and going, oh, you know, probably need to start taking some vitamins. I've been told my adrenals are shot. I don't have any backup. You know, I'm having hormone imbalances, things like perimenopause start being thrown around. And that now becomes a bit of a catch-all for, oh, I'm perimenopausal. I'm going to be grumpy. I'm going to be emotional. I'm going to not sleep. I'm going to have adrenaline. I'm going to have anxiety. Once again, Just because it's common does not mean it should be normal. These are some of the shouts of your body saying, "Ah, I'm not happy. This life that you're leading is not allowing me to heal and to function at my best. 
And then we ignore these, we start getting to punches in the face. And the reason other people might call these boulders that get thrown at you, punches in the face or boulders basically render you incapable of leading your current life. They are that big of a wake up call. It's like, you didn't listen to the pebbles. You didn't listen to the rocks. Now I'm going to completely floor you and make you stand up and pay attention. This might be things like cancer diagnoses or pre-diagnoses, significant heart palpitations where suddenly you're being rushed to emergency, diagnosis or suspected diagnosis of irreversible autoimmune conditions, whether it's things like diabetes or lupus or MS or a whole range of things, arthritis that start coming in. I've had people literally collapse and being unable to get out of bed. I've had people call me from the emergency room saying, Joe, I stood up at work and my body just went, no. And as I stood up from my chair, I was horizontal and I couldn't get up. Their body literally, completely and utterly shuts down. And by the time you get to the punch in the face phase, you have to do something different. This usually sometimes means a hospital visit. This may mean months off work to recover. It may mean weeks off work. And ironically, when we ignore the whispers and the shouts, we say that we don't have time to fix it. And yet if we would have perhaps gone to you know, that doctor or taken some time to rest or done things differently when we had the headaches and the trouble sleeping, perhaps we would have been, una- we would have been able to reverse some of these illnesses that are coming later on. So they are typically what I see as the three levels of burnout. And what makes women more susceptible to this is because we are high achievers, because we can push our bodies, because we are perfectionists and we have a very, very strong inner critic, we also pride ourselves very often on putting everybody else first. Well, I can't look after me. You know, I'll rest once I've emptied the dishwasher, got the kids dinner, cleaned out my inbox, got prepped for tomorrow, done the lunch boxes, and then I'll go to bed early. Well, no, that doesn't work. You may need health treatments for some of these, and I'm not suggesting that you don't go and see a doctor if you have some of these symptoms. My goodness, you need to take care of your physical body. However, the missing ingredient that I have seen that makes the biggest difference in people reversing these physical symptoms is to also deal with the emotional and mental support to stop these things happening in the first place. Because quitting your job or taking three months off because you've burnt out and trying to recover, that's only temporary relief. That's like sticking a giant Band-Aid on the thing that caused your challenges in the first place. Because, yeah, anyone can get healthy living on an island, drinking cocktails, living in paradise, having everything catered for them. Awesome. (laughs) However, if you then plonk yourself back in your life, and don't make any changes to how your brain is functioning. You don't make any changes to your mindset. You don't make any changes to how you understand your emotional world. Well, then nothing is ever, ever going to change. And this is why I have people who come to me and say, yeah, Joe, I'm about to burn out, but I've been here before. Like, what do you mean? Oh, every couple of years I hit burnout 
And uh, I realized that it's the industry. So I change industries or it's the job, it's the toxic work environment, it's the uh, the workload that's completely uh, irresponsible and there's no way that I could possibly do that. So I quit my job and I start again. Okay, so we've got three jobs, three different industries and the same thing has happened. Oh, you mean you don't know how to say no, you take on more than you should, you beat yourself up, you get very attached to other people, you're quite empathic, you put everybody else first, you're a perfectionist and you're a high achiever. Hmm, do you think perhaps that some of those behavioural patterns which are caused by mindset could be the things that are actually driving you to burnout? Of course, sometimes these health problems come out of the blue and of course, you know, and a work environment and workload and role and title can contribute to these. However, if you don't change you, if you don't change your mindset, then, oh my gosh, nothing is ever going to change because the missing ingredient, if you hadn't guessed it by now, is that for anything in life, It is never just the physical. Everything manifests on an emotional level first. And there's data that have said that they've linked, I think it was about 95% of diseases in some way, shape or form to stress. And stress is usually our beliefs around a situation. So it's self-inflicted. And that's what really disease is, is dis-ease unhappiness with the current situation. And yes, you know, by all means, I keep saying this, get the tests. And sometimes we need surgery. We don't just need a band-aid. We've got to fix something with ourselves physically. So do that. But at the same time, you need to stop torturing yourself emotionally. You need to make sure that you cover this on all levels. You've heard of you know, slogans that people bandy around about mind, body, spirit, but it is the absolute truth. And I tell you, while I may have pushed my body to the limits, it wasn't until I started understanding, oh, okay, well, the doctor told me I have to rest. Well, I don't really know how to do that, said as I sit there on the couch with my laptop trying to rest. Well, I know, I'll plan a birthday party. I know, I'll run the school fate. I know, oh, but I'm resting because I'm doing it from the couch. No, I didn't know how to rest. And rest is not something that you just do physically because the thing that never, ever used to rest with me was my brain. My mind never, ever stopped. Because my mind never stopped, it continued to lull my body into this world of, oh, yes, we can do it, Joe. Yes, we can do it. Just one more. Just one more. You don't know that bit of sleep. Imagine what you can get done if you stay up another half an hour. The house is quiet. You can get so much more done. Well, that's what I had to shift. But it's not just about what I can get done. It's about how I honor my body. It's about how I honor my physicality. Because I am somebody who probably like you, I don't make widgets with my fingers. I am not an athlete, seem to have missed the boat on that one. What I do is with my mind. That is my genius. That is my income. That is my security. And yet my brain, my mind 
is rattling around in this physical thing called a body. So if my body is not its best self, if my body is full of cortisol, if my body is hormonally imbalanced, if my body is not rested, then my mind is not going to be at my best. And I want to be at my best. I've invested in all kinds. I've had coaches. I've had naturopaths. I wear something called an aura ring, which is one of the most sophisticated body trackers on the market that gives me scores. I love hacking and gamifying this stuff. I have a biomat that I lie on every night that recharges my cells at a voltage level because I know that I have to take care of my body. If I don't, I will miss the signs. And like you, I spent a lot of my life living in my head, thinking about all the things I could be doing, and then I'd push my body to do it. But I was terrible at listening to my body. My brain would always override it. You don't have time for this. You go to the doctor later. Just one more. That's okay. Just have another glass of wine. It'll help you relax before bed. When in reality, when you start listening to your body, and I mean paying attention to these whispers, I mean catching the rocks or the shouts at you before they turn into punches in the face or before they turn into boulders. So that is my request of you today is to have a tap into what is your body trying to tell you? You probably already know which of these symptoms you fall into right now. Are you constantly sick and can't get better? Are you full of cortisol and adrenaline? Are you feeling anxious? Are you emotional? Are you, you know, have you got brain fog? Are you procrastinating? Is your jaw always clenched? Are you tight and someone touches your shoulders and you're like a rock and not because of muscles? What, where are you on this scale and what needs to shift in you right now to stop whatever you are doing as you're listening to this, even just shut your eyes and go, okay, body, what do you need from me right now? Shut your brain off and let your body tell you. And if you're anything like the women I talk to, it's probably going to say, please just sit down and stop thinking. So if that's all you do today, then I wish you the very best. And of course, don't forget that emotional mindset and mental support is essential. Let's break these patterns once and for all. Let's stop women burning out. There's a stat recently on the back end of COVID where about 65% of women were feeling burnt out most of the time or always. That is nuts. We have to stop the madness. Listen to your body, get the support you need, and may you have a wonderful, energetic, clear brain day. Take care. Thanks for joining us today on the Balance and Beyond podcast. We're so glad you carved out this time for yourself. If you enjoyed this episode, please share it with a friend who might need to hear this today. And if you're feeling extra generous, leaving us a review on your podcast platform of choice would mean the world to us. If you're keen to dive deeper into our world, visit balanceinstitute.com to discover more about the toolkit that has helped thousands of women avoid burnout and create a life of balance and beyond. Thanks again for tuning in and we'll see you next time on the Balance and Beyond podcast.